Today, around 3.4 billion single-use face masks and face shields are discarded daily as a result of the pandemic globally, according to Cell Press. While the lockdown during COVID-19 has provided positive short-term impacts on the environment, such as improvements in air quality, global plastic consumption has significantly increased due to unsustainable production and demand systems. So what are the causes of an increase in plastic production? There are three major contributing factors, which are customer concerns in markets, the widespread use of personal protective equipment, also called PPE, and medical waste, as well as the plunge in oil prices. As COVID-19 spread across the globe, consumers began to have a growing concern of using reusable items, such as cups and cafes, due to worries over infection. Such concerns have led businesses to inevitably use plastic-related packaging in order to meet customer needs that would prevent a significant economic loss. Moreover, healthcare workers have heavily relied on PPEs, including face masks, gloves, and face shields, in order to protect themselves and also their patients from being infected and infecting others. It should be also noted that Lockdowns and economic disruptions related to the pandemic have led to a slowdown in production worldwide, leading to around 30% decline in global demand for oil from which plastic is made, compared to 2019, according to OECD. The combined factors ultimately led to the discard of around 3.4 billion single-use face masks and face shields every day. The waste management system became problematic because the sudden increase in plastic waste makes it difficult to follow the protocol of plastic waste, especially the medical-related ones. It is suggested that extra waste treatment technologies, by using advanced mechanisms such as high-temperature incinerators, are used at hospital sites. Unfortunately, developing countries lack appropriate technologies, leading them to end up with dumping and non-availability of suitable landfill sites with municipal waste. In such countries as Pakistan, the situation of infectious healthcare waste management is already challenged. Because very few hospitals have autoclave facilities, it has become an extreme challenge for hospital administration to manage the healthcare waste generated during COVID-19. Furthermore, due to the lockdowns in many countries, Waste management systems, including recycling and can collection, were completely halted. For instance, according to Harvard Kennedy School, in the U.S. alone, more than 100 muni municipalities suspended recycling programs since the positive cases increased. As a result of a surge in the number of plastics, which under normal conditions could be recycled or instead sent to landfills, it posed a further threat to sustainability. Before the pandemic, the world was slightly moving toward a plastic circular economy by reducing plastic waste production. However, currently, the health concerns have pushed environmental concerns to a lesser priority. Since PPEs made from polymeric and non-oven substances such as polypropylene, the tiny particles easily pass through the water filtration systems and end up in the ocean, posing a great threat to marine ecosystems. Additionally, oftentimes, as animals perceive plastic as food, 
plastic filled their stomachs, ultimately causing them to starve and die. Floating plastic, especially ear loops on masks, have entangled marine animals, leading to impaired mobility, infection, and death. Considering the fact that 100 million marine animals die each year from plastic waste alone, and 100,000 marine animals die from getting entangled in plastic each year, according to WWF, it is expected that the current trend of plastic consumption would accelerate the degradation of marine habitats. Also, we cannot ignore its impact on our health. These days, most plastic waste ends up on the landfill or is incinerated in high temperatures. Such management has led to growing concerns about the potential health impact derived from the release of toxic chemicals. For instance, because plastic waste fumes release halogenated additives and polyvinyl chloride into the atmosphere, it causes air pollution, leading people to be directly exposed to them through ingestion and inhalation. This will link to a wide range of illnesses such as cancer, cardiovascular diseases, and respiratory diseases. The fact that the ambient air pollution causes around 4.2 million deaths per year due to such diseases reminds us of the seriousness of the waste pollution issues. So narrowing down our focus on to Korean Peninsula, the case in South Korea is getting much worse. Korea is already one of the world's largest plastic consumers. According to your map, in 2015, Korea consumed almost 300 pounds of plastic per capita, which surpassed both the US and China. Unfortunately, the pandemic has induced a significant acceleration of plastic waste in Korea. One of the most major contributing factors for the country's crisis is an increase in delivery services as a result of the national-wide social distancing campaign. Companies that were already providing delivery services saw their sales rise, especially after the government imposed stricter regulations on restaurants and cafes in September 2020 to curb virus cases. Also, easy access to food delivery services through Korea number one food delivery app called Bamin further increased consumers' dependence on the delivery. According to Korea Herald, Uwa Brothers, the operator of Bemin, so the number of orders on its platform surged 67% in March 2021. Korea has traditionally exported a large volume of waste, especially plastics, to other countries such as China and the Philippines. However, as China banned the import of 24 types of solid waste, including plastics, in 2017, this has posed a great challenge for Korea. With the new regulation and the significant increase in plastic consumption during the pandemic, there has been a shortage in waste treatment facilities. Therefore, newly generated an abundance of plastic waste during the pandemic may not be able to be sorted in a timely manner. This leads the plastic to be illegally discarded or thrown off over mountaintops and in the oceans. According to Sea Circular, in 2019, around 2.7 tons of the waste were found in coastal areas in South Korea. If the trend continues, approximately 12 billion tons of plastic waste would be dumped in nature by 2050, which would pose serious threats to not only the ecosystem, 
but also to people's health, as we mentioned earlier. So, what actions should be taken by the government as well as by the individuals in order to well manage plastic waste? Even though it is a fact that we are living under federal situations, we should head toward achieving sustainability. The following solutions will not only be applicable in Korea but also in any countries which experience a plastic crisis as a result of the pandemic. The very first action that individuals can take is changing the behavior into consumer green behavior. To drive society toward green, the awareness of green behavior and green civic culture should be promoted. Because sanitation has become a crucial point during the pandemic, we know that it is impossible to eliminate plastic waste that is generated from PPE, delivery, and takeaway services. However, if we bring our reusable shopping bags, we can prevent 100 billion plastic waste per year according to Center for Biodiversity. Also, the fact that around 90% of South Koreans wear disposable masks such as KF94, 80, and 99 shows that there is a great opportunity to reduce plastic waste if we wear reusable masks. By doing so, consumers can head toward a sustainable environment that can reduce the adverse impacts on the ecosystems of not only Korean Peninsula, but also our planet. However, we should be aware of the fact that recycling and individual actions alone will not improve the environmental conditions. The relationship between the government and the businesses is important as well. The government now should transit from the plastic linear system to the truly plastic circulatory system. Under such system, a product's end of life is taken into consideration from the moment it is created, resources are used instead of being continuously added, and there will be the development of bioplastics, which are eco-friendly alternatives to conventional plastic. Furthermore, the government should focus on eradicating the root causes of plastic pandemic. The fact that the number of delivery services has increased during the pandemic, the government should cooperate with the businesses in order to create sustainable packaging and policies. Fortunately, the government of South Korea came up with a new waste policy framework called the Plastic Waste Control Plan in order to develop the comprehensive management of plastic waste and to head toward a plastic circulatory system. In an aspect of guidelines for packaging, the government needs more effort. It is suggested that the government develop guidelines for optimal packaging size and environmentally friendly materials to guide leading food delivery companies such as Bamin to adopt. The policies may prioritize the use of the recycling of PET caps and PP bottles. Therefore, during and after the pandemic, the companies should continuously use packaging materials that are renewable, recyclable, reusable, and contain recycled content. The recycling guidelines should be clearly printed on the packaging in order to ensure that consumers can accordingly separate trash. Many delivery companies are having a boom in their businesses during the COVID-19, but having an eco-friendly reputation they must design the packaging with sustainability as the main consideration which requires paying attention to all components. So, before I wrap up here, let me just advise you. If you listen to this podcast right now, it means you really care about the environment. Then, why don't you just take the first small steps for our planet? 